in the beginning of the journey, our hero gets in the habit of hiding and condemning parts of themselves, which then in turn creates a fragmented inner environment. This is good, and that is bad. This is worthy of love, and that needs to be banished. So this is the psychological mechanism which is operating at the root of closeted behavior. And this tendency goes on for some time, until one day, our main character decides that they are ready for change. And in order to prepare for and initiate that change, they learn the art of true self-care. They practice mindfulness, cultivate self-awareness, and engage in restorative activities. And simply by showing up and making right effort, our hero starts to feel more safe and stable in their body. Which brings us to the next chapter of our journey, the shift, or a change in environment which activates a deeper level of healing and integration for our hero. Okay, so let's talk more about this shift. So this is the chapter of the journey where our hero learns how to cultivate a warm and compassionate environment within themselves, which then in turn draws out these wounded, rejected, and unloved parts of themselves. And then when those feelings and the thoughts and desires and, and memories begin to resurface, our hero reacts by tenderly embracing and accepting each and every piece. And slowly, over time, our hero nurses themselves back to full health. And they begin to stand on their own two feet as a full being, or as a person who has integrated and embodied all of themselves. But how do you actually do that? How do you transition from someone who is fractured to someone who is together? And how do you shift your environment from that of separation to that of wholeness? Well, that's what our strategy is all about. Learning how to compassionately embrace all of ourselves. This means learning how to look at yourself through the eyes of unconditional love. And instead of saying no, saying yes. Instead of turning away, leaning in. Instead of closing, opening. And the reason that cultivating compassion is the key for this stage of the journey is because as your environment becomes stronger and more stable, which is what happens when you learn the art of true self-care, then the natural next step is that you are going to be presented with all the parts of yourself which were previously rejected. Or in other words, as soon as the closeted you senses a safe opening, it's going to come forth and it's going to reintroduce itself to you. And it will say, hey, is there room for me in this new environment? And every time that happens, your job is going to be to just unconditionally embrace whatever comes up. Because if you remember the perspective which caused this mess in the first place, it was a turning away, kind of like a closing or a shutting down and a rejecting of what is. Which means that if we want to rectify that situation and reclaim those parts of yourself that got sent into the closet, you're going to have to learn how to unconditionally embrace your experience which feels like opening and relaxing and softening into what is. And this is because in our hero's new environment, everything belongs, even and especially those dark, scary parts, which includes shame 
and guilt and judgment and depression and dysphoria and perversion. Because according to the perspective of wholeness, all of this has a right to exist and all of this is worthy of love. So the real opportunity here is to extend those arms of compassion, not only to your queer nature, but to your entire nature and to apply the healing balm of unconditional love to everything that comes out of your closet. Because if you are walking the path of healing, then everything that has ever been pushed away needs to come back to you. Otherwise, you will remain in a state of separation. And just like I said in part two of this series, it's entirely possible to leave the literal closet only to remain in the metaphorical one. But again, the antidote to that is to address the underlying mechanism which is causing you to reject the undesirable parts of your experience, which you can do by getting in the habit of unconditionally embracing all of yourself and whatever comes out of that. So this means that heart opening practices are going to be really useful to you. Restorative, nurturing, gentle activities, connecting to feminine energy, learning how to speak to yourself with kindness, connecting to the earth and to animals, being in water, eating a compassionate diet, contemplating the quality of a mother's love. That's really powerful. Uh, physically holding yourself with physical touch and just like reaffirming to yourself that you're safe and it's, it's okay. Uh, but really the main teacher here is just going to be yourself. Or in other words, your rejected parts are going to be the very things that teach you how to love again. And if you can intuitively connect with the quality of love that these parts of yourself are asking for, you will be guided towards a quality of love which has the power to heal and transform your life. But of course, this is going to take time and patience. So start small and see if you can be okay with the little things, those little annoyances and the subtle pain and that quiet buzz of anxiety. All of these are great opportunities to start learning how to be unconditionally open and accepting of all things. And slowly, over time, you will experience a shift or a turning around and a coming back into yourself. And you will integrate those rejected parts of yourself. And you will start standing on your own two feet as a full being. And once that happens, you will have the capacity and wisdom necessary for inspiring change in this world, which is what the next part of our series is all about. All right, I'll see you in the next one.